Hello, everyone, and welcome. You're listening to the Magic at Home podcast, episode number 11, Epcot's Flower and Garden Festival. I am Corey. And I'm Brianna. And in today's episode, we are dishing out on the menu for this year's Flower and Garden Festival. This is our favorite festival of all, right, Brianna? Yes, this is my favorite festival. And guess what? We're going to be talking about some things that we're excited about to eat and all things that we are not excited about and staying away from. Yes, so springtime is in the air and you know what that means. And that means the Epcot International Flower and Garden Festival is around the corner and it is from March 1st to July 5th, 2023. And we're going to just chat through all things flower and garden you're very excited about this episode today we're talking about like, food i know it's just like a fun intro made me smile we're talking about food i know you're just very excited i love food yeah and i'm very excited well me too and I i'm think talking to you so it's a good time it's a great time all good things i love when epcot does festivals i feel like so year-round except for like four weeks of the yeah, calendar well, year. Yeah, well, I mean, well, I just really enjoy it because where I like all the other parks and eating sometimes, you know, bigger meals like Satuli Canteen or Flame Tree Barbecue or Cosmic Rays, you know, Woody's Lunchbox. Those are all big food items that we're eating, whereas when we are in Epcot, I feel like we get to graze a little bit more. It's a lot of small bites, which I actually appreciate. You're able to try a lot more yes. for not as a filling time. Yeah. You know, when we go out for Woody's Lunchbox, we each just get one thing, but I feel mm -hmm. like in Epcot, we get to try four to you know, eight different things and we split things, which I think is fun. Or you're me and you get 12. Yeah, or you're Corey and you get 100 things. But we are excited for this year's Flower and Garden Festival. We actually will be at Flower and Garden twice this year. We are going to Disney this upcoming weekend from March 3rd to the 6th. And then we will be back in May in like the middle of the month for another trip. So we get to do Flower and Garden twice, which I'm very excited about. So what we're going to do on today's episode is we're actually going to dive into the entire Flower and Garden menu and menu items that are going to be at the festival this year and we're not going to talk about alcohol because it just takes too much time i'm also not an alcohol lover Corey is he'll try some drinks we'll talk about it but we're just really diving into all of the menu items food items today and please bear with us because we're literally like brianna said talking about every single one yeah we're going to say every single ingredient oh yeah and there will be butchering of pronunciations yeah it's going to be a little fun and a little funky but it's going to be a good time also we are outside right now recording the podcast i don't know if you can hear the wind or the bird chirping but if you can then it's the ambiance and don't worry about it and if you can't hear it then we're not sitting outside. There is no wind, and it's a great time. <laughs> um, at least from a technical standpoint, I watched a little doggle thing, and nothing was moving on mine and when I wasn't talking. So. Okay, amazing. So, Corey, why don't you start us out with a deep dive into Flower and Garden? All righty. We are starting off at Epcot's Farmer's Feast. This is located near Test Track, presented by Chevrolet. <laughs> you, I knew you were going to say it like that because it's italicized on the paper. It's italicized, so it's an advertisement. Um, so they have multiple different time frames of their menu. There's three. Yeah. There is the early bloom, springtime, and summer. So we're going to start with early bloom right now. This is and this through, is only for Epcot's Farmer's Feast, though, this right? This is correct. Okay, yes. so just this one booth. This, is, this one booth has the three different time frames. All other booths are Got just it. the same menu. Got it. So for their early bloom, which is going to be available from March 1st through April 8th, we have a chilled potato and leek soup vichyssoise with bacon lardons, potato croutons, chive oil, and crispy leeks. Okay. For all of you gluten and wheat um, intolerant friends, um, this is a friendly meal for you. Charred grilled bison ribeye and creamy leek fondue with a red wine butter sauce and whipped red wine goat cheese. And finally rounding out is a spice cake with cream cheese icing and candy pecans and parsnips, which is brand new to yeah, the booth. that is new. The only thing from this menu that sounds exciting to me is the bison ribeye. I won't be really trying anything else. It doesn't sound exciting to me. I couldn't agree more. I think the bison ribeye, because you and I are both steak people, so that if it it's red me meat, try it's it. meant to be in our stomachs. Yeah. But outside of that, yeah, zero of that gets me excited. No. And now you can dive into springtime. Springtime, available through April 9th through May 20th. We have the grilled vegetable bruschetta with a marinated peppers, zucchini, squash, artichokes, and artichokes with goat cheese and a balsamic glaze on a grilled ciabatta. Before I get into anything else, that sounds It sounds baller. so good. Grilled swordfish with crushed fingerling potatoes 
peas and mint puree with grilled asparagus and a lemon bar blanc, which is brand new. They that had me a grilled so asparagus. Good. And then a strawberry rhubarb upside down cake with a uh, creme fraiche whipped cream. Okay. I feel so. this is a huge contender. Yeah. I think that the springtime menu completely outweighs the early bloom menu, at least in my opinion. Like I will get the grilled vegetable bruschetta and I will get the grilled swordfish. I think both of those sound really exciting to me. Very excited for our second Disney excursion for the springtime menu. For that in particular. Mm -hmm. And then we've got the summer solstice. And the summer solstice, which is available from May 20th through July 5th. Potato and red onion panzanella with avocado, burrata cheese, and fresh basil. Barbecued seared pork tenderloin with summer succotash, herb butter, and a grapefruit vinaigrette. And then we have a cream corn, excuse me, a sweet corn creme brulee with a corn biscotti. Fascinating on the corn there. Yeah, I I don't know if I'm gonna, if I'm excited about that dessert. What was with the corn and the creme brulee? I don't know if that is really. I that doesn't make sense. I mean, to me. corn is a sweet vegetable. But that doesn't scream. But do you want to have that pop of corn in your creme brulee? Zero. It's like custard. Zero. Now, Brianna, out of these, this particular booth is that. What is the one that you feel so is going to be most excited for? Oh, the anything with burrata cheese is going to be good. I would say from the image that it's showing right now, it is giving like larger salad but that's fine because i love burrata and i would say that is probably really good i don't know if are we going to be there on the 20th that we'll actually be able to even try all of the menus we will not be it's in our may trip the 11th through the 16th yeah so we won't get a chance to see the burrata but that would probably be one that i was the most excited about out of the three menus early bloom springtime and summer which one do you feel like you're most excited about i mean we won't get to do the summer so i guess you could consider springtime or early bloom the grilled swordfish which is new sounds lovely that sounds absolutely to die for Mm. so let's keep it moving we're now going to dive into brunch 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 cut near test track presented by chevrolet whoever came up with brunch cut it wins wins at life brunch and epcot winner some Imagineer a raise. or potential intern, maybe. Or uh, whoever it was, it could have been a guy off the street, deserves a raise. So for Brunch Cut, we have the avocado toast with marinated toy box tomatoes on toasted ciabatta. This is from back from last year, so this is a returning item. The shrimp and grits, which is blackened shrimp and cheddar cheese grits with brown gravy and sweet corn salsa. Then they also have a lox benedict on everything focaccia with everything spice cream cheese, shallots, crispy capers, and hollandaise, which is new. And then they also have a fried cinnamon roll bites with cream cheese frosting and candied bacon. Now, I don't like eggs, so I will not be getting the like lox benedict because i don't like that however this booth i want to try the shrimp and grits because i think it could be really good the avocado toast i've heard good things about however where i like breakfast i'm not like a breakfast girl so this booth doesn't always stand out to me because i don't love breakfast all the time see i love breakfast and i love eggs so that lox benedict Sounds absolutely You'll outrageous to me, and I will be trying, and I'm very thrilled that you will not be trying to snag any bites off of that, because that just sounds delicious. Yeah. So why don't we do this? I actually think this could be pretty pretty fun. Why don't we give like a quick like one to five rating on on what we think the booth is? So we'll go back cool. up. Cool. So let's go to Epcot's Farmer's Feast, which is the early bloom, the summertime, and the spring. I'm going to give that... Oh, four out of five. I have really high hopes for the charred bison, the bruschetta vegetable, the grilled swordfish, and the panzanella. So I would say I'm going to give that, what did I say? A three out of five or a four? four. I'm going to give that a four out of five. I'm I'm excited for those. I'm going to give it a three. Okay. Because I feel so early bloom, in my opinion, does not sound all that hot. I guess you're 100% right, except for the one charred The springtime menu, I'm giving two of those... Actually, no, I feel as though springtime is hitting it all the park there. I feel as though all three of those I would eat. And then the summer solstice one, the cream, the corn creme brulee is really freaking me out. And I don't know what that is. So yeah. I'm, giving, I'm giving it a three because there's some inconsistencies here with okay. what is getting me excited and what's just what's sounds just weird. What's just not. Yeah. I and mean, that's a good point. All right. So now let's give brunch cot. I'm going to give that only because I'm not a breakfast person. I'm going to give it like a three out of five because to be honest with you. Two of the things I would try, 
I will never go near the Lox Benedict and the fried cinnamon rolls don't sound exciting to me. I don't think I would love that. I'm giving that a five. I would eat everything. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I'd be willing to try everything because everything on this menu I know I enjoy. You enjoy. So I'd be willing to try it. So that's where I'm giving the five. Okay. Amazing. Let's head to the next booth. Next, we have Citrus Blossom by The Odyssey. What's that? I could not tell you. Great. Part of me <laughs> I have thinks, no idea. Part of me thinks it's over by like the Living with the Land area. Oh. But that could be insane. Maybe. Wrong. Okay. So the food items are an orange sesame tempura shrimp with orange chili sauce. That is brand new. Okay. Brianna's definitely getting excited over that. Yep. A, a citrus baked brie with preserved lemon marmalade. Limoncello ma- macerated blur- blueberries and a spice marcona almond. Then lastly, we have a lemon meringue pie, lemon curd, lemon mousse, and toasted meringue. So the All entire of this menu is new. Is so I'm new. assuming it may be a new location. I think, yeah, it could be. Well, Citrus Blossom is not because the Orange Bird Sipper is there again, which everyone got last oh, year. Oh, it's over there. It's that booth. I think I just like need to see it on a map, which is mm. fine. I would say the one thing on this menu that's getting me excited is the orange sesame tempura shrimp with the orange chili sauce because I love shrimp tempura. It's actually my favorite sushi roll that I get. So I really enjoy shrimp tempura. What's the one thing on this menu that's getting you excited? It's a toss up between the baked brie I knew with it. the lemon marmalade. And the lemon meringue pie, but I'll probably stay away from the lemon meringue pie because I love brie cheese. Oh my word. And I I just love citrus. So like the lemon's getting me excited with that as well. And then you're going to get a nice crunch from the almond. So that just sounds nice. So yeah, I'm going to give this booth because there's really only one thing for me in particular that I'm excited about. I'm going to give it a two out of five. I think for the citrus blossom when it's coming to like oranges and lemons, I do think that we could have done a little bit more. I don't know what that little more is. Maybe it could have been a tart. Like, could we add an additional dessert, a berry tart or something? I don't know. So I'm going to give it a two out of five. Cool. I'm going to give this... I'll give it a four. Okay. I'll give it a four. Because obviously, I mean, like, shrimp tempura is not my favorite. I prefer, like, a raw or, like, a cocktail shrimp type well, of I consistency. I prefer sh- cocktail shrimp over shrimp tempura, but I love shrimp tempura. I know you do. So, the, honestly, I'm giving this a four because I know this is an exciting – this will be a good one for us to share type yes. situation. Perfect share booth. 100%. There it is. All right. Next, we are going to the booth that is called Florida Fresh. It is near Disney Traders. Let me tell you. From the images on this screen, I'm going to turn my computer so that Corey can see them. Holy cow, <laughs> I will be eating every single thing from this booth. I we've already got, know one that Brianna is 100% getting. Yep, we've got the grilled street corn on the cob with savory garlic spread and spicy corn chips. That sounds amazing. Then we also have grilled street corn on the cob with savory garlic spread and plant-based cojita cheese. Interested about the plant-based cojita cheese. Blackened fish slider with roasted tomatoes, watercress, and citrus remoulade on brioche. Hello. Watermelon salad with blueberries, pickled red onions, balsamic, and feta, and the Florida strawberry shortcake. So, it says that all of them are new except for the grilled street corn on the cob with savory garlic spread and crispy corn chips. The crispy corn chip is a new addition. They did still do the same thing last year. I... How, how does one give this a six out of five? Because I want to eat every single thing. Strawberry shortcake is one of my favorite desserts. I literally am the corn connoisseur. So obviously I want grilled corn on the cob. I love watermelon and salad, especially with that pickled red onion and balsamic with the feta is going to be delicious. And a blackened fish slider on a brioche bun. Sign me up. I'm giving this a five out of five. What about you? I'll be honest. You you blatantly just said my excitement as well to this yeah. booth as well. So this is a five for me. There's I, I would I would order everything at and, once, and we that will. Order Honestly, everything. that'll be that'll be fun for the YouTube. Be like, we got one of everything. Here it we is. We are because this Florida Fresh booth is really amazing. I will add too. They also have. We're not talking about too much beverages, but I want to highlight something from this booth. They do have a cucumber watermelon slushy, non-alcoholic, and a cucumber watermelon slushy with gin. Corey will probably get the alcoholic. 
I will probably get the non-alcoholic and we will taste test because I love cucumber and I love watermelon. Fantastic. And that's that. Next, we are now venturing into the World Showcase. Disney kind of bounced around and did not do order of country, so we do apologize. But we're starting with the Refreshment Outpost. So what we have is a pineapple skewer with a... Tahine. Tahine, thank you, seasoning. You'd know it if you saw it in the store. It's all over social media. It's that like tahine... It's like a chili lime seasoning. People put it on the rims for their margarita sometime. They Does make a Trader Joe's have flavor. the seasoning? No, no, no. no. This, it's, it's The brand is tahine. Oh, okay. And people have been putting it on mango, putting it on fruit. It's like started as a trend last year, and I think a lot of people have kind of stuck with it. Sweet. Ooh, one item that Brianna and I may be getting, a tangerine soft serve. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, soft serve is my kind of ice cream. And then an ice cream float, tangerine soft serve, soft serve with a cream oh. Soda. I love cream soda. Do you really? Um, wait, is it cream? No, I'm thinking of birch beer. Sorry. Yeah, that's like root <laughs> beer, but clear. That's yes. basically what that is. Yes, I do like cream soda. I grew up getting it at a barbecue place in Windsor, the town that I grew up in. It was called um, Nat Hayden's Barbecue, and they used to have cream soda, and I enjoyed it. Mm. So out of here, I'll be honest, the only thing getting me excited is the tangerine soft, soft serve. serve. That's Which it. Is to me I'm Dole Whip. not a cream soda person, so I wouldn't be getting that. Yeah. And I'll be honest, the pineapple skewer just sounds not boring interested. to me. Yeah. So I'll give this a two. I'm giving it a one because I don't even think that of all ice creams that I'd be going to get the tangerine soft serve. Like I like the idea, but I don't think I would necessarily be like running there. Mm. Um. All right. So now we are on to Burn Market, Farmers Market in Germany. Very excited for this one. Corey and I have really enjoyed trying a lot in germany now we enjoy the germany pavilion yeah i really enjoy that section pavilion of epcot i think they've got some really awesome food options so let's dive into their things they have potato pancakes with house-made applesauce they have a potato pancake with caramelized ham onions and herb sour cream that is from may of 2021 that's the potato pancake Corey. That is the potato pancake. We didn't get it last year because we only went to food and wine with my dad, so we didn't stop in Germany. So, yep, yep. we'll be getting. The toasted pretzel bread topped with Black Forest hams and melted Gruyere cheese, and then a warm cheese strudel with mixed berries. 10 out of 10. Yeah. Here's the thing. I I did kind of enjoy the potato pancake that I had. I ended up getting it with just herb sour cream. I don't know if I'm into this idea of a warm cheese strudel with mixed berries. The photo makes it look delicious because I love anything with fresh fruit. So I'm going to give this I'm going to give this one in particular probably like a 2.5. I don't want to give it an F, but like I'm not going to I don't like Black Forest ham. So I'm not going to get the toasted pretzel bun. I don't know if I want a cheese strudel. And I'll probably get the pancake because I enjoyed it last time. But I, I, I'm not going to go out of my way, I think, for this German one. It doesn't make me as excited if I'm comparing it to some of the other booths. I am fully carb loading at this booth. Yeah. Fully carb loading. I'm into it. Uh, five out of five here for me. Okay. Um, I would say the one that gets me the most excited is that um, toasted pretzel bread. Yep. Um, top with the ham because I love ham and I'm sorry, melted Gruyere is the nice gooey cheese that is completely irresistible. So that completely works for me. Five out of five. Okay. Next, we're heading over to America. We're going to the Magnolia Terrace in the American Adventure Pavilion. Um, we have a muffaletta panini. With ham, salami, mortadella, provolone, and Swiss with um, an olive salad. Fascinating. A spicy chicken gumbo with andouille sausage and Ben's original long grain and wild rice. A crawfish pie. And then bananas foster bread pudding. Very Louisiana inspired here. This is like, uh, this to me... I'm sorry, but maybe it's because I don't like cold cuts and I don't like sausage. And I really don't like when they say crawfish pie with no ingredients. <laughs> How, what the? That's like. I'm that's literally like, just thinking bread and just crawfish, crawfish. in the, in the like, crust what the, and that's it. I mean, like, where's the ingredients listed? That's like the one thing that's got the most kind of shit in there. There's no So honestly, America, this is a full miss. I'm giving this a zero because there's not one thing on this menu that I actually want to try. Um, the gumbo does actually excite me, so I'll give it a two. Okay, I think that's fair. I, just uh, I don't like cold cuts. Also, we need to rag on the, what in the world is an olive salad? Who said? Oh my God, we should make an entire salad based around 
just olives. How is that a salad? You know what That's I think of? a side of olives. The photo is just sliced olives. I don't you know understand. what I genuinely think Black of? Black olives, I'm by thinking the way. of the Bob's Burgers movie when Teddy makes the mobile cart for Bob. And oh, he's yeah. like, we're going to have an olive, sta- olive, olive station. And he just puts... Imported olives on a plate, I and that's that. all I'm envisioning for this olive salad. Me too, but like that would have been better. Like, why are you not doing, you know, the panini with a different, you know, a, di- an, a, a whatchamacallit olive? What did you say? Imported olive. Like, Imported. Could, could it be something like a, different? Like a Kalamata olive. Yeah, I also think could it have been d- made with like house cooked kettle chips? Like, oh. it's a sandwich and a chip. What are we doing with an olive salad? So anyway, I'm giving the American Or at least zero. a french fry? Like, something. Something different. I, I'm a little disappointed. Okay. Is it me? Is it, it you? It is you. It's me. Okay. We are now moving into Morocco, which is the Tangerine Cafe Flavors of the Mede- Medina. Medina? Sure. Okay. There is a hummus trio, which is traditional hummus, red bee, and black garlic hummus, and avocado herb hummus with Moroccan bread and crispy pad- padman. Uh, yeah, I want to do that. I want to try that. Papadam? Yeah. Orange blossom saffron cake, which is new. Um, the saffron cake I'm not super excited about because I don't know if I would love those flavors. I agree. However, you can count me in over and over and over again for that hummus trio. It looks absolutely fabulous in the photo. All into... Look at that beautiful beet color of that hummus. (gasps) It is like bright red. I'm all... All for hummus. Stunning. All also, for hummus. I just had deja vu when I was talking about bright red hummus, but I don't I don't know where that's coming from. Any idea? Is this moment ringing a bell? Did you have a dream last night? No. No? No, I don't. No. Okay, well, I think that I'm going to give this booth... I'm going to give it a four. I'm rating it really high because there's only two items, and one of the two items I'm actually really excited about, and I'm really excited about the hummus over a lot of other booths. So I am going to rate this one really high because I think on a hot day, some really cold, crisp, really flavorful hummus sounds like the perfect snack. And I will say this, at least for people who know how to make hummus, hummus is very hard to mess up. Yeah. And I feel as I've never met a hummus I didn't like, whether that was made fresh in front of me at a restaurant or store brand bought at the grocery store yeah there has never been a, a hummus i haven't enjoyed so i'll give it a four as well yeah they also i do want to highlight one drink here that i would drink and it's alcoholic and it's a pomegranate mimosa oh that i would love because i love pomegranate mm. and you would like that they have um strawberry elderflower hard cider mm-hmm. tangerine hard cider mm-hmm. pomegranate hard cider mm. and you can get it in a cider flight Ooh. So that I would try because I like hard cider. So I wanted to bring that. That's why I think that that booth's really high for me. I think the pomegranate sounds the sounds, most intriguing of yes. that cider for me. Yeah. All right. On to our next booth. Next, we are going to go sandwiched in between Morocco and France at uh, La Isla Fresca. We have a braised oxtail with pigeon pea rice. Okay. A sugar cane shrimp skewer with Ben's original long grain white rice. Mango salsa and a coconut lime sauce. And then we have a coconut tre leche, vanilla cake soaked with oat milk, almond milk, and coconut milk with toasted coconut. I will just say right now, zero. Five out of five. Okay. Zero. Zero. What? How are you giving that a zero? There is. You cannot even say that the coconut lime sauce couldn't go on the side because you don't like coconut. Tell me why you're giving that a zero. Fine, fine. One. Okay, you're not interested in the braised oxtail? That's like, the minute I read that, I was like, oh my God, Corey's going to love trying something different like that. Wow, do I know you at all? Maybe, maybe that's the reason why I'm giving it the one. Okay. But like, I don't know, like, I mean, oxtail, yeah, that sounds nice, but like, I, I don't, I don't know. Maybe, I guess here's my issue. I wouldn't mind trying oxtail if I was at like a What is oxtail? Oxtail. It's literally oxtail. It's a cow's tail that's chopped up, and then you braise it. Oh. Okay. It looks good. The, in the only reason why I'm probably saying no to it here is as follows: they have to mass produce this. Okay. Good point. I feel as though I would be comfortable with ordering it in a restaurant, cook to order, or someone who like 
doesn't have multiple things to focus on and yeah. like that's what their MO is, I would be willing to do it there. Here kind of skews me out a smidge. Okay. I'm going to give this booth a four out of five. The sugarcane shrimp skewer with wild rice or the white rice, mango salsa, and the coconut lime sauce literally sounds like a dream meal to me. I love shrimp. I love rice. I love mango salsa, and coconut lime sauce sounds amazing to me. I think I would give the braised oxtail a try where I'm, I think that's actually something I would go out of my comfort zone and, and kind of try in the coconut trace leches cake. I'm not super excited about that because it sounds kind of heavy, but I would really be open to giving it a try. If you'd be willing to give the oxtail a try, then yes, I will eat it. Okay. I still holistically though, I think you should keep your rating of the booth because it's what you oh, are Oh, it's kind still of a one about. to me. Absolutely. Yeah, to me, this is like, I mean, I guess I could say a three, but if I had to rate one thing the most excited, like I think this sugarcane shrimp skewer has risen to like one of my top five best of the fest, most excited to try foods is that sugarcane shrimp skewer. Beautiful. Yeah. Okay. On to the next. This is all you love. Oh, was it me? Yes. I oh. Just, yes. <laughs> I of just course. I keep forgetting. Anyway, we're doing Northern Bloom, which is Canada. The food items are the seared scallops with French green beans, butter potatoes, brown butter vinaigrette, and applewood smoked bacon. Beef tenderloin tips with mushrooms, sauce, and whipped potatoes with garden vegetables. And a new chocolate maple whiskey cake. Okay. We did try the tenderloin last year and the scallop last year. Those are not new. I liked the scallop. I thought the green bean was underdone last year. The chocolate maple whiskey cake sounds right up your alley. I was about to say that. Oh, that is that. I'm not looking at the image, but is that that chocolate cake that's in that image? No, it's a chocolate cake, but it's not the one you're thinking of. You're thinking of the one that was from Ireland. No, from no, food no, and no, wine. no, no. That's the image that I made the comment this morning. Be like, oh my God, whatever this chocolate cake is in Canada oh, looks outrageous. Yes, this morning when we were talking outside of the podcast. Then yes, yes, I'm going to eat that all day of the week. Beef tenderloin tips. I am becoming a big boy and starting to enjoy mushrooms, especially when they're cooked down like that, yep. so they're softer. So that's nice. And a whipped potato. I'm sorry, oh, I I've never potato. backed away from a whipped potato in yeah. my life. So this, honestly, Canada, beautiful. Five out of five. I'm going to give it. Okay, so I have two ratings. And let me tell you why. Because you're going to totally get it. Two and a half and three. No, no, no. If I have to rate this booth off of already having the seared scallops and the beef tenderloin, we had them last year. The beef was a little overdone, but the potato was amazing. The seared scallop was fabulous. And the green bean was a little hard, but the potatoes were great. Then I would give the overall booth maybe a 2.5 or a 3. Mm. Holistically in that way. 3 feels kind of sure. high, 2.5 feels kind of low. So do with that what you will. Sure. If you were telling me to rate this booth based off of blank slate, just reading off the meals that I would love this, I'm going to give it a 4.5. I'm knocking 0.5 because I don't like mushrooms. But I know that the mushrooms on that steak are not very big. So I think this is probably one of the only booths that I will give a double rating to. And I think it's just because we have tried a lot of those things. And I'm hopeful that this year it will just be better. Mm. But if you were to go based off of it last year, coming from you, Mr. Steak Connoisseur, mm -hmm. you would not be giving that steak from last year a five. But I do think no, that they can do better this year so i'm simply so just going off a assumption right. of what it's going to be and it sounds lovely yeah i would agree with that Great. okay next, on to the next staying near canada we're going to stick to the refreshment port uh we have a uh shrimp scampi poutine with cheese curds lemon garlic cheese fondue spinach and artichokes and then we have a soft serve vanilla cone peanut butter jelly or Swirl. swirl i'm sorry that ice cream sounds awesome yeah i'm into that and hmm, the sh i want to say the shrimp scampi poutine sounds like intriguing but it also sounds gross at the same time who in their right mind said let's do poutine that already looks nasty Poutine never looks good. It's just a bunch of light colors put on French fries. So let's put on shrimp and lemon garlic cheese sauce. Zero. The only I have no interest in trying in trying that shrimp. The only poutine, poutine I've ever enjoyed was at Long Cross, right across the street from in our Boston, apartment. Where we used to Brayshore live. Brayshore poutine. Yes. Look it up. This poutine, the image looks 
pathetic. I'm sorry. Uh, why are we doing that to poutine? How does tell me how shrimp and all of that even go on poutine? If I want to eat poutine, I want like big beautiful chunks of short rib and pickled red onion. I don't want shrimp scampi with artichoke. You know, and we spinach. should ask our um, in-house uh, Canadian of Carter. And yeah. see if she's ever had this concoction. It's just so bizarre. But anyway, soft serve waffle comb, peanut butter jelly. I mean, you're going to try that. My dad's going to love that because my dad loves, <coughs> excuse me, peanut butter and, and jelly. And guess what? You're going to have a lick and think it's awesome because you love PB&Js as well. Yeah, I'm going to give this a one because I'm intrigued by the peanut butter and jelly swirl. But I'm going to say one as well. That shrimp scampi looks uh, literally awful. I'm going to say one as well. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now we're moving into Troll and Trells hosted by Impossible, which is near the port of entry. Now, this is a entirely plant-based booth. Now, we have to talk about this. That is the boneless Impossible Korean short rib with cilantro lime rice, dumwaji slaw, and kimchi mayonnaise. The Impossible Lumpia with Thai sweet, excuse me, chili sauce. Chocolate cake with blackcurrant ganache, mixed berry compote, and chocolate ice cream. Now, everybody... You probably saw this, Corey, all over social media. This was everybody's rate of best of the fest was that impossible um, Korean short rib. That looks lovely. I have never eaten impossible meat. I I have accidentally. Corey has accidentally in the vlogs from last year if you want to watch him eat impossible meat on accident. But I would be interested to give it a try because people have raved so so unbelievably highly of this dish that I would be open to trying it because people rave about it. And the chocolate cake with the raspberries and the fruit looks delicious. I'll be upfront. If this boneless impossible meat or just impossible meat in general is anything like I tasted last year, I'm intrigued. I'm going to at least give this a four. Yeah, a four for the Because I thought it was delightful, and everyone has already highly rated their meat or this particular menu item in terms of excitement very high, so I'd give it a four. Why not? I'm going to give it a three because I don't actually know if if I tried it and thought it was average if I would go in for another bite, and I'm still a little skeptical, but I am excited about the chocolate cake. I think there is something really nice about having something sweet and savory while also having that fresh fruit on there, so I'm going to give this one a three. Yeah, I'm going to give it a three. Cool. On to the next one. Sticking near the port of entry, we have the Honey Bee Stro hosted by the National Honey Board. We have... Chicken and waffles, crispy honey brined chicken, and honey sweet cornbread waffle with whipped honey butter and spicy honey. A lot of honey oh, going yeah. on in that. Um, pollinator flatbread with honey whipped mascarpone, honey caramelized onions, blue, uh, blueberry gastrique, uh, prosciutto, honey whipped goat cheese, arugula, honey vinaigrette and bee pollen that is a lot of stuff that's a lot of stuff going on okay and then a honey mascarpone cheesecake with honey whipped cream whipped honey oh my god (laughs) crystallized honey honeycomb dehydrated (laughs) honey and fennel and fennel pollen i can't stop i literally said honey 42 times yeah literally let me count how many times they talk about honey one Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, almost fifteen times. I don't know if this is a turnoff of how sweet everything may Everything's be. Everything's gonna be. I would say that I was excited about the chicken and waffles with the honey brined chicken. Honey sweet cornbread waffle, okay. I don't think we need whipped honey butter and spicy honey. Take put regular butter. And a drizzle of spicy honey, I think, is fine. I will give this booth. The, I also am like mascarpone cheesecake. I love cheesecake, but there's so much honey. Crystallized honey, honeycomb, dehydrated honey, honey whipped cream. Honey, that's enough. Honey, that is enough. I am going to give this booth a two. Too much honey. I understand that that's what it's based on. But like, who is actually going to say you in the Florida what? heat, I want to just suck down some you honey know what from I the bees? You know what I wish they did here what? on the honey theme they should have done um tiana's what are the dough things tiana's beignets with the honey drizzle well i'm sorry missed opportunity here and it's not honey-esque well can i tell you why they don't do that because they only serve the beignets at 
Port Orleans French Quarter, which is where we're staying, but they won't bring beignets into the park. Disneyland, Ugh. you can get beignets in the park, but in Disney World, you cannot. You know, that's annoying. I do, however, I agree with you. Could they have done a beignet waffle style? Could they have hybrided and yeah, made almost like a right? waffle? Maybe. Who knows? So, you know, eh. I'll be honest. I'm rescinding my answer of one and giving this a zero. I'm going to walk straight by it. Yeah, I think if I tried anything, it would be the chicken and waffle because I'm excited about that. But I'm going to say like two to three. I'm going to give it a two. Honestly. I can get fried chicken anywhere. No, yeah. Thank you. All right. Next, pineapple pom- promenade. Pineapple promenade near point of entry. They have the spicy hot dog with pineapple chutney and plantain chips. Corey and my dad did end up getting this last year. And then they also have a Dole Whip, which is plant-based. But they have the Dole Whip, or not the Dole Whip, the frozen desert violet lemonade. I would drink 100 of those. Oh, is that the one with the little flower on it? Yes. That was great. So absolutely delicious. And I love that you can get Dole Whip now during Flower and Garden. I'm going to give this one, on, and this is going to sound silly but let me explain i'm gonna give it a two because the only thing that i will go here for is the desert violet lemonade or maybe a dole whip but like i'm not gonna eat the hot dog you got the hot dog last year what did you think meh it was meh Meh. yeah i'm giving this a one because of the lemonade yeah and that's it what did i give it you gave it a two I know. I just I gave it a higher rating than a one because I do love the lemonade. Well, like, that's the thing. Like, uh, we only like one thing there, and the booth doesn't really offer much. And the one thing right. is the small little beverage that you get. So right. for me, I'll stop for the drink, but that's depending on where I'm at in the day. You for know, sure. for Cause sure. Because I could be stuffed, and I'll be like, I don't want to get anything else. Yeah, you're right. Okay. And now, is it your turn? It is my turn. Okay. We are doing the land cart hosted by Advent Health. Uh, they did not give a location, so it's probably walking around. We have fruit and cheese plate, grapes, strawberries, cheddar, and a mini uh, Baby Bell snack cheese. Vegetable plate, broccoli, carrot sticks, and tomatoes with dip. Pretzels with hummus dip. Cookies and cream, chocolate mousse cup. I feel as though this is just your standard snack cart. It's the cart Nothing outside exciting. of the pavilion where I made the joke when I said, who would come to Epcot and say, yeah, I'm going to get a veggie plate. And you whispered behind me and said, vegetarians. vegetarians. <laughs> <laughs> that was when we went for my, no, it wasn't my birthday. It was, um, it was our last was day in Epcot before. in September. Hilarious. So I'm just going to skip through. Yeah, we the know. we're cart. not going to go there. We're going <laughs> to skip Sunshine Seasons, Connections Eatery Cafe, because there's really not much like going on there. Oh, I made your life easier. If you looked at her cheat sheet, I didn't even include those. Oh, even amazing. So we just going right down. All right. So next, my favorite booth, always and forever, is And Mexico. you start here first, people. Yeah, always, always. Yeah, always to the left. The Jardin de Fiestas, they have something new, which is the Quesadilla de Flor de... Calabasa, I'm so sorry, I'm probably not saying that very well, which is homemade masa tortillas with squash blossoms, bacon, onion, zucchini, and cheese. And then they have the Taco Vampirio, which was my best of the fest last year when we went, which is the barbacoa beef and a corn tortilla with crispy grilled Monterey Jack cheese, salsa rancha, and esquites, I believe, which is basically um, street corn. So I'm going to give this booth, I mean, I'm going to give the holistic booth a three, but the Taco Vampirio was my favorite last year, so that item in itself gets a five. What do you think? Uh, yeah, I'll give it a three. Uh, the tacos seem to be more intriguing to me than the quesadilla. I don't know how a zucchini would be within it. That sounds a little interesting to me, but yeah. it probably adds a nice freshness to it. Yeah. So I'll give it a three as well. Okay. But then give it a four because the margaritas are awesome. Yeah, you Corey loves the margaritas there. They have a few... They have a new margarita. <gasps> what? I'll read it for you. It is... Sen- Centenia tequila, elderflower chamomile tea, alboso corn whiskey, and a UNA flower-infused vodka with a chile salt rim. That's interesting. Then they have a crystal margarita, 100% agave tequila blanco, um, illegal mezcal joven, clarified lemon juice, and lemon liqueur in a souvenir cup. Any of them? Yeah. I mean, you like... Non-frozen margaritas. I you try like, both. Yeah. You yeah, try both? That okay, well, that's good to know. All right. On to the next. Oh, overall, I think here's the thing. I think the Mexico booth, though, 
We need some work. The Mexico booth should have at least three to four food options. Mm. Make a, like, I think this is what I think. Could you make a mango pineapple salsa with chips? For eight dollars, seven dollars, people Absolutely. would buy that with their taco. You'd Refreshing. be making double as much money or at for least something added like on that. As a side to set, yes, dish. I think that the Mexico booth for Flower and Garden, we've got fresh vegetables, fresh fruits. Like, make a salsa and chips and put it on the Flower and Garden menu. You have the opportunity to make more money, so do it. All right. Anyway, cool. Next. We are on the long flight over or short walk to China Yep. at the Lotus House. We have a spicy mala chicken skewer with a creamy peanut sauce, house-made cheesy crab wontons, pan-fried vegetable dumplings. I am here for, for the whole the, thing. The whole thing. I think yeah. five out of five. Here's the yeah. images in case you want to see it too, Corey. So the spicy mala chicken skewer looks amazing. <gasps> And Whoa. the cheesy crab wonton looks outrageous. D- but you know what it reminds me of? A crab rangoon. <gasps> yeah. So if that is a crab rangoon fried, uh, oh yeah, I'm giving this a five out of five, five out of because five. I would try every menu item. I think that that's what to me that's what warrants a booth a five out of five is if I would try and I envision liking every single thing. The pan fried vegetable dumplings also sound delicious. Oh yeah. So, I am China. I'm Key ready to my for heart. that. All right. Next up, we have the most abysmal, worst booth of the fest. Every single festival and all year round, it is Primavera Kitchen, and it is Italy. What in the world are they doing every year and every single fest? They just can't literally get it together. Thing. All items are new. Yeah. However. I don't know if this... I bet you it's going to be $50 for one of those petitions. I will say this. The last time we were there, it was food and wine. I I, I don't know horrible. what what was happening behind the that. The gelato kitchen. was also disgusting. Terrible. I don't know. Awful. But anyway. But we're here for the limoncello margarita. Margarita Thank always. Thank you always. Yes. I think that we forget that that is good. So let's talk about food items. They have a Caesar con gambaret, which is baby gem lettuce, shrimp, Caesar dressing and crispy bread crumble. Okay, so I, I'm I'm hearing shrimp Caesar salad. Literally, in what the I'm Florida hearing. Florida heat, a shrimp Caesar salad at the fest. Okay. What I'm hearing. Uh, tortellini primavera, which is spin- spinach tortellini, sweet butter, pancetta, corn, peas, and fava beans. I have high expectations. Like I think I could like that, but I don't like that there's a fava bean in there. A spinach they tortellini sounds nice, though. They should have kicked the fava bean, but. I, I, I might have some hope for that. And then the last one, I don't even know why they're doing this. Chocolate hazelnut pudding with cookie crumble. Literally, Budo al Nicole or whatever. I know I'm Italian and I'm pronouncing it. That literally means worms and dirt. <laughs> that, I mean, that's pathetic. That is so pathetic and so ridiculous. So overall, I'm giving this booth a one. I will probably try the tortellini primavera just because, but I don't. Why is Italy during Flower and Garden doing hazelnut pudding with cookie crumble? That is that belongs in like Connections Eatery or at Magic Kingdom at the Quick Cart. We have so many delicious fruit and dessert options in Italy and you chose worms and dirt. That's pathetic. <laughs> Do you not agree? You're not saying anything. I'm just I'm just letting you react. I'm having a show over here. You don't think that that's ridiculous See, that the this Italy is booth why is literally serving worms and dirt? This is another Tell reason me one why. Tell thing that Italy does that's chocolate pudding and a gummy worm. Pathetic. Anyway. No, but go this ahead. is why I want us to start filming our podcast because I was just sitting here watching you react, react. and your hands were waving. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure people could feel, feel the emotion in your rant. Through. Yeah. But this is why we need it because, like, I loved it. Um, right. I'm giving it a two because yeah. I have PTSD from the previous experiences that and my hopes are zero, but I also want it to be good. Yeah. So. All right. On to the next booth. Great. Japan. Um, it is called uh, Hen- Hanami. 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 It is Frushi. Strawberry pineapple and lychee wrapped in sweet rice in pink soy wrap served with whipped cream, drizzled raspberry sauce, and toasted coconut. I'm sorry. I want to keep my sweet dessert away from sushi. I totally disagree. 
I am so excited to try the frushi. It's like the one thing at the festivals that people have raved about, and we've never tried it. I am really I am excited the, about I that. I will try it because I'm the biggest don't knock it till you try it All right, why it, don't guys. you go and read the next one But then. I love sushi. And here we are. Hanami sushi. Assorted Negrini sushi with lemon cured salmon, soy marinated tuna, and cured mackerel. Thank you. I will that stay far away from that. will be eaten seven times. Yeah. Well, I don't like raw fish. So I love it. You'll love that. I will literally catch a fish and put it in my mouth. Yeah, it's awesome. Nasty. And then there is a creamy shrimp Udon. Udon soup with shrimp and spring vegetables. I'm staying away from soup. It's Central Florida in heat. No, thank you. I actually think that the udon soup would be pretty good. But because you know why I actually think that? Because when we were there for food and wine, they had the noodle booth that we didn't get a chance to go to. And everybody raved about the noodle booth. Everyone thought it was good. I'm going to give the Japan. I'm just being dramatic. I'm giving a 3.5 or a 4. I'm going to give a three because the frushi is probably the only thing that I'm like really energized by. I won't I won't eat the sushi because I don't like that kind of fish. And I would do the creamy shrimp udon, but I think it would need to be the right time. I am giving it a three because the sushi sounds outrageous. I will try the frushi. Okay. I'm not excited about it, but I will try it and I will then give a good answer to how I felt about it after. Okay. And I'm just probably going to be staying away from a hot soup on a, a, on a 90 day. degree day. Totally valid. All right. Is it me? Yep. Okay. We are now going on to Fleur de Lis, which is in France, which I, I'm never really a fance Fran. France Fran. A fance what am I trying to say? You France are not fan. a fan of France. Thank you. <laughs> so we're going to go through their four things on their menu. They have a croissant with goat cheese, herbs, and roasted garlic. Eh. They have a braised beef rosemary tomato gnocchi dish. They also have a chocolate tart with single origin chocolate brownie, walnuts, and raspberry coulis served warm. And they also have a salted beignet filled with vanilla cream and glazed with caramel fleur oh. de sole. There's my beignet. Um, I really wanted you to say the what? titles of these food items, but no, no. you didn't. No, I'm all set. I mean, I could pick one. How about... Uh, I'll try the f- top one. The croissant au from. Oh, I sorry. Uh, give me one- <laughs> Wait, give me one more second. I was trying to talk and then France got in my brain. The croissant au fromage de chevre herbes et alle ritoy. <laughs> Thank you very much for coming to this TED Talk. The France booth to me is a one. I have no interest. <laughs> Maybe the beignet. Beignet sounds nice. But I don't have an interest in that chocolate tart. The chocolate tart I really don't nice. have an interest in the bave bri- Braised beef with the gnocchi. That's an Italian thing. I don't think it should be done in France. And the idea of a, cro- a savory croissant, I don't have an interest. I like sweet croissants. I don't like savory. So I'm giving oh, this a one. Oh, I agree. I'll give it a three. Yeah. All right. On to the next. There was no France was last. Oh, okay. Well, I'm on the website. So we've got a few more things to talk oh, about. Oh, I don't have those in front of my notes. So, All Brianna, right, so you're I'll taking control. So we've got... This is just... Um, more like teas or drinks or specialties to the fest. So there is a, this says, it doesn't say where it is, but it says that they have a new funnel cake to try in Epcot. It is the banana split funnel cake with funnel cake topped with banana, chocolate chip ice cream, whipped cream, diced strawberries, and a mascarpone cherry drizzle with chocolate syrup. I would try that. I would try it, but for one bite. I enjoy banana. This is a you, my dad, share. Yes, I enjoy banana. But after like the fourth bite, I'm over it. Yeah. I would give this item itself maybe a 3.5. It's probably really sweet. And I again, I'm a sucker for anything that's got, you know, diced fruit, mixed compote, anything fresh fruit I love. So I think that this could be pretty good. I don't doubt that it will be delicious. I just know it's going to be way too on the sweet heavy for me. Yeah. All right. Next, it's saying that there's there's a few different drinks. Let's talk about them. So they have all different coffees and drinks at joffrey's so now all of a sudden Corey's ears perked up i like joffrey's i know you do that's why i'm saying they have near mission space an exotic lemon tea a refreshing mix of frozen lemon and iced tea featuring exotic berry notes available with gray goose vodka that sounds nice. That sounds kind of nice and refreshing. Near Canada, they have a melonade, a tangy blend of frozen lemon with a burst of watermelon. Also can be added with Grey Goose. I love watermelon. Frozen watermelon lemonade slaps with wa- differently. It's so good. This to me sounds like a frozen watermelon lemonade, and I would walk around with that and enjoy it to my heart's content. This, I, uh, I don't know how I feel about this. 
near Disney Traders, the orange cream cold brew. I wish everyone could see your face. <laughs> oh, my God. Corey looks like he just smelled something awful. It is a smooth blend of French roast cold brew with flavors of orange and vanilla topped with a splash of cream, whipped cream, and then you could add Kahlua or coffee liqueur. Hell no. No? Keep orange out of my coffee. Okay. Nope. Well, I think that there's another cold brew on here that I wish that they could also see your face, and I'm just going to stare at your face while I say it because I want you to see a reaction. The American Adventure. The Key Lime Cold Brew. Hell yes. <laughs> Corey, I is in love his, key lime. Corey is in his Key Lime freaking era right now. For oh. the last like six months, it is all Corey has enjoyed. Key Lime ice cream, Key Lime pie, anything Key Lime he yeah. gets. I think it's because we've been with my mom for so long that my mom's favorites are Key Lime. But I also love that refreshing citrus. Yes. I've always liked that. Yeah. But for me, I don't know. Key Lime has been reigning supreme for reigning me. Supreme. Yes, I'll try that. All right. So let's talk about the Key Lime Cold Brew. Let's try that again. Rewind. The American Adventure Key Lime Cold Brew. A zesty blend of French roast cold brew with flavors of key lime and white chocolate topped with a splash of cream, whipped cream, and graham cracker crumbs. Spiked option featuring Kahlua rum or coffee liqueur. I would probably give it a sip of yours. I think I would like it without... I would like to try it without the like the rum in it first. I want to know if it's actually like good but i don't know if the flavors of key lime and white chocolate the white chocolate might be a little off you i don't i don't, I don't know i think it's gonna be kind of good i don't know i'm, kinda, I I'm intrigued it's see i don't mind white chocolate yeah see it's not my it's, it's definitely just a richening agent yep so i think it's actually gonna be not that bad yeah but I'm willing to try because you you just have to say the word key lime and I'm there. Yeah, and I'm there. So I think this was a really fun episode. We're not even going to go back and talk about our favorites of the fest because what we're going to end up doing anyway is we are going to Disney here in the next few days. We're going to be trying out a bunch of these menu items just to enjoy them and we'll talk about them in our March recap. But in the next few months, once this festival is over in June, once we finish up, we will make sure to head out. So with that being said, my name is Brianna. And I am Corey. And you are listening to the Magic at Home podcast. Podcast, episode 11 Epcot's Flower and Garden Festival. We'll see you in the next one. Toodles.